In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Never before has there been so much communication as in our world of today. But never has it been so difficult to find the truth. The truth amid the misleading information, the self-serving statements, and the downright lies which are out there to promote personal and political agendas. But during the Advent season of this tumultuous year, 2020, we need to take some time away from the media and news world in order to refocus our lives on the truth that really matters. The truth who is God and the true purpose of our human existence. Advent prepares us not only to commemorate the historic coming of Christ in Bethlehem, but Advent is also meant to help us prepare for that future day when we will meet Christ in judgment. So today, let us set aside all thoughts about preparing our Christmas treats and tinsel, and today let us do some deep soul-searching about God's truth in our lives. Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor, got it wrong when he asked the question, what is truth? The truth is not a what. The truth is a who. Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. God is truth itself, and everything God does is truthful. Everything we are and have comes from God. And God wants us to make good use of these gifts so that we can be deserving of that happy reward in heaven for which purpose he created us. And the virtue of humility is simply accepting God's truth, which puts us in our proper place. Humility means conforming our lives to his divine plan. God's truth alone gives lasting meaning and value to our life here on earth. Advent proposes St. John the Baptist as teacher of truth and model of humility. Many admirers must have asked John the Baptist the same question highlighted in today's gospel. Are you Christ? And each time, John says simply, I am not. A lesser man might have given a more evasive answer in vain hopes of retaining some of the admiration of the crowd. But not John the Baptist. He simply speaks the truth about his proper place. He is a creature who is not worthy to unloosen the sandal of the Creator, who is truly the Son of God made man. In contrast to humility, Pride is always out of touch with reality. Pride is a vain illusion about what we wish to see for our own often self-centered motives. The serpent tempted Eve to pride. The serpent lied to her saying, eat this fruit and you will be knowledgeable like God. Do we ourselves sometimes fall for similar temptations of pride? Is there a particular illusion we are making about ourselves at the expense of others? Is there a duty we are deep down choosing to overlook? Obligations we are putting off? Are we honest and fair in how we treat people around us? 
Are we overlooking a person in need? We have to look frequently at ourselves and examine our motives and desires. And we should try to look at ourselves from the shoes of our neighbors around us. How do we look in the eyes of the people that we live with? To save us from the self-illusions of pride, God has given us the sacrament of penance. Through His church, we have confession so that we can come face to face with our faults and failings, so that we can find the truth in our lives. And we must be honest with ourselves, not trying to paint ourselves in the best light. If we don't try to live the truth we believe, we will end up distorting the truth to suit our own purposes. Always and everywhere, we must tell the truth to protect ourselves from the evil one who is the father of all lies. It may be expedient and even necessary not to tell the whole truth to those who do not need to know it in a particular circumstance. But we must never make a deliberate statement which is false and untruthful. To do so is to open up ourselves to become prey to the devil for our own detriment. And the devil wants us to fear the truth in order to turn us away from the God of truth. However, the truth is never meant to be hurtful to us. No, but the truth always helps us. The truth is that reality check which sweeps away our illusions and blindness. That's why we should be open to constructive criticism and to the comments of others which frequently have at least a kernel of truth. And if that truth hurts our feelings, it's a sign that pride lives large in us. We must use this experience to be more honest about reality and therefore more humble. Sometimes we feel that we lack the courage or we lack the energy to face the truth about ourselves. We may feel overwhelmed by our attachments and addictions, our weaknesses and faults. In this case, we must bring these realities to our Lord in prayer. And we must ask Him again and again for His help, His grace to heal and purify us. Let's be honest with ourselves. We cannot overcome our weaknesses on our own. We need the healing power of God's grace. God's grace, which he gives in, in superabundance to all of us who consistently ask for it. And let's also reach out and have an honest conversation with a confessor or spiritual director. Let's talk to a Catholic friend or a professional who can listen, support, and guide us to accepting God's truth and to living that truth in our lives. And that once we ourselves accept and conform our lives to God's truth, then we must speak this truth to others in such a way as to attract them to the beauty of God's truth. Such is the example of St. John the Baptist, who points out Jesus and leads people to he who is truly the Christ. In speaking the truth to others, St. Francis de Sales urges us to be careful and prudent, so as to safeguard charity. 
He says, an unkind truth does not flow from a true kindness. Again, an unkind truth does not flow from a true kindness. When we speak the truth, we must do so joyfully. The very first words of the Mass speak of the joy of adoring the true God. I will go to the altar of God who gives joy to my youth. God our Father never means to hurt us with His truth, no. But on the contrary, God's truth is meant to strip us of those earthly attachments which are holding us back from the lasting joy which only God can give us. And indeed, truth is needed now more than ever before because the most astounding things are happening in our days of civil disorder, gender perversion, and marriage confusion. Who would ever have thought that the most fundamental common sense truths would be so blatantly denied for the detriment of society? No matter what happens in the world of tomorrow, we must continue to voice and to promote the truth which God gave us and which belongs to Him alone. Our world needs heroes, everyday men, women, and children who heroically exemplify God's truth in word and action. John the Baptist was a man of fearless courage in speaking the truth. And when he spoke up about the public perversion of the king, the Baptist died a martyr's death in testimony of this truth. So come what may, dear friends, let us hold fast to what we know is true and good. And let us begin by allowing God's truth to permeate every fiber of our being. The church has given us the beauty of the liturgy with its music, ceremonies, and ornaments. God has inspired so much beautiful art, architecture, and literature, so much beauty to attract us to the goodness of His truth. Look at the heroic examples of the martyrs and the saints who inspire us to do good works here and now. So let's Advent, this Advent, let us make an honest examination of conscience so that we can give more of our time to God, to His sacraments and His liturgy, and to works of mercy. And let us immerse ourselves in the fullness of our Catholic faith and culture. And then we will be able to live the divine truth more fully each day. And by the grace of God, we will come face to face with the one true God in heaven and find our joy and our peace in contemplating His eternal truth. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.